Look at my armpits. It's not even that they're wet. It's just the shirt has been like it's so are we old. Doing armpits? Or are we doing arms here? Oh, armpits. Where's the beach, Vince? Is wild. What? Oh, Where is it, where's that, the shark? Shark oh, this way. Or maybe it's that way. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of Spitballing. As always, you have myself, KMS, with CEO Joe. Producer Vince is behind the scenes. As always, we have an absolutely packed show for episode two. Thank you to everyone who has been following us on social media, subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We've been getting a lot of a lot of feedback, Joseph. Uh, happy people that we were able to bring branded radio to a podcast form uncut. Just us. People are loving it. And people are going to love even more episode two because we have an absolutely electric interview with, we dubbed her, and I think I think she should use this. I'd run it. Why not? Time to, to Philadelphia. Time to update the bio. Right? So, of yourself. Devin Caney, the queen of Philadelphia, Philadelphia media personality, will be joining us later in the program. But we have some, some topics that we want to get to right from the jump here. And I know you have a list of topics that you want to go through, but I know I texted you and Vince earlier. I just I just have a quick beef that I that I want to get off my chest. If that's cool, hit me. So Is it with me? No, it's not with you. Okay. Because then, if it was with you, we would have to go on beefing. Correct. Correct. So can't, or can't we'd do it here. here and then we'd recap it on beefing. Exactly. Um, but Vince said his favorite rivalry in the world is me versus sports fans. Um, I always say that they're losers and all this and that. Well, I think I found my least favorite sports fan, and it's it's a person that can dish it but can't take it. So yeah. I was at a bar on Sunday watching the Euro final. I've been locked in on the Euros because, you know, I say there's there's nothing better than international sporting events. So – if there's the Euros or the World Cup or the Olympics, I'm locked in at all times. Obviously, been rooting for our home squad, Italia, right? Messina. The motherland. Papa Leo, the motherland. So the motherland was in the final against England. I walk into the bar with Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve's got his Ralph Lauren Italia shirt on. We walk well, in. We're was, looking good. He we're, was cooking. Right? We're tan. Walk in, there's all these English fans, very pale, ugly just looking gross, people. Just gross group of people. Just nice people, just yeah. absolutely awful to look at. Bad teeth. So we guys. Sitting on the other side of the bar, there's actually a guy from Italy. Phenomenal time, right? England scores within the first two minutes of the game. They're going wild. Quiet over here, right? Not saying much. Bartender comes up to me. She's like, these people have been here for every goddamn England game, and I can't fucking take it anymore. I hate them. I hate their teeth. I hate everything about them. That's exactly what she said to me. And then she gave me a Sambuca shot. I was like, okay. So later in the game, I'm, we're getting our teeth kicked in, right? England's controlling the game. They're just talking shit every time. Uh, you know, an Italian player's on the ground. He's like, let them play, mate. Let them play. Yelling. So then Italy ties the game, and I'm just – I got – I'm yelling – I'm yeah, I'm immobile. I'm just going no, nuts. Let him know. The one woman went up to the hostess and complained that we were too loud. No. Get out of here. Where to God. 
get the fuck out of here. And really? that is what the bartender said. The bartender said, get the fuck out then if you have a problem. You've been given it for a month and now you can't take it from five Italian fans over here? I, let me. Did they stay for the penalty kicks? Oh, too? yeah. And when, oh, when the, the Italian you goalie gave, you gave it to him, oh, just I went right behind them. And I was like, Donnarumma! It's coming, Rome, baby. Oh, there was just Sambuca shot after Sambuca shot was flowing. But that's my beef. I, I don't care if it's a, a, a soccer fan, an NFL. Just if you're going to dish it, especially for a month at the same bar to people, yeah, it's time. You got to yeah. take it. I'm surprised the bartenders weren't like. Oh, they were. Oh, good. 100%. Okay. I feel better now. I, I mean, I'm glad you feel better. Vince says he's got an Italia story. Get in here, Vince. What do you got for us? Forza. Yeah. So in seventh grade, uh, they made you take Two years each ago? language. Yeah. So you had to take, it was Spanish, French, and Italian. You had to take each one for a third of the year. Or for a fourth of the year, and then the fourth the fourth semester was computers or something. The uh, the fourth language. Um, but the Italian teacher hated my guts, and it was and it was mutual. Like I would show up late on purpose. I don't know if you guys can tell this about me, but I was not a great student. So no, could not you yet. not roll your R's? Was that the problem? <laughs> no, that happened to me in sixth grade. The Spanish teacher hated me. She was like, "You're not leaving this room until you can roll your R." And I'm like, "I can't do it." And I, I stayed there for like. I stayed there for like two class periods because she wouldn't let me leave because I couldn't roll my R. But uh, so our, my Italian teacher hated us, right? Or hated me. And uh, she made us chant that uh, Forza, Forza Azori thing. And uh, one time she made me stand up in front of the room by myself and chant that to the class. And, you know, you're, you're 13. So being singled out in front of a class of people, you're like, I want to die. Not ideal. No. It was like yeah. your version of like Bart Simpson where he's like, I won't light the cafeteria on fire and he has to write it 500 times. It's basically mm-hmm. your Italian version. I, I love it. My arms. Yeah, so so she, she got me back basically. Yeah. She, Believe it or not, the teacher was smarter than the 12-year-old kid. <laughs> love it. And that was only last year for you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That quickly. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't rooting against Italy because I am half Italian. But I also wasn't rooting for them just because in the back of my head, I was like, I hope she's upset. But whatever. I'm glad you're upset. You're having a great day, and and you still can't speak a lick of Italian. Not a lick. <laughs> I can speak I a took lick. French for fi- I took French for five years. I can't speak a lick of that either. I, I, I started taking Italian. Like, you know, when the pandemic started, everybody was like, I'm going to get a hobby. Mm-hmm. That's what I started listening to. And then now I just kind of fell off because – and everything got busy. I can okay. speak. A, I can speak a little bit. Introduce myself. I can say, "Io uh, so americano, io um, so parlo un po' italiano," mm-hmm. which is, "I'm American. I speak a little Italian." Um, and then I can like order food and you know all that. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. E qualcosa? I don't know how you roll your R. I don't know how to do it. I'll never be able to do it. You're like that, like that TikTok trend that goes around where it's like girls can't like make machine gun noises with their mouth. You just you can't speak a time. I can't do that either. Try to make a machine gun noise. I can't. I know I can't. Try it. So I've seen Ham. I've listened to the Hamilton soundtrack at least four hundred times, and there's that part where they come in and they make the machine gun noise. And I, it's yeah. my favorite part of the play. I can't do it. I, I need you to try it right now. I'm not. I can't. You have to try. Ah, oh, what a! Can you do machine gun noise? 
I mean, what do we... like? Yeah, all right, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's not that. Buongiorno. Okay. No, all right. Oh, look, Vince is back. He's gonna try. Get yeah, Vince. Try it. Oh, my pussy hurts. Oh, Vince, come on, don't I say can't, that. Well, I can't. Yeah, and try it. Vince, Vince, you're trying so hard, man. <laughs> Guys, don't make fun of me anymore. Vince, stop. Come on. All right, just get back in the green room. It's fine. <laughs> Don't come on! Don't cry. That's this is teacher Vince. Say buongiorno. Uh, buongiorno. I don't know how to do it. Vince, come when? on. Buongiorno. Oh, poor Vince. Come on, buddy. You're doing great, man. He's so gonna that be. Was, he's gonna, that was actually. Right. Scale one to ten. Is he gonna be more upset or less upset than Aiden was? Aiden. Aiden was big mad. Was he really? No, I don't think really. But. Oh, okay. You want to talk about crying? He's like, oh, I'm putting so much work in two minutes into this podcast. I don't even want to talk about. He said, you, you saw it. He was just upset because he thinks you he stole me from you. Well, there's certain people I'm just always going to shit on as long as they live. Aiden, Eddie on the top of that list. Mm-hmm. Eddie does so much stuff behind the scenes that nobody knows about. Yep. And I will never give him credit for a single part of it. This is the nicest I'll ever be towards he, Eddie is right now. He drove from New Hampshire to Pennsylvania for a half a day event and stayed at a red roof in. Yeah. I mean, that was big. <laughs> he also got blacked out drunk and almost won the whole contest, but true. <laughs> Good on him. Kind of secluded. Just knowing you're not. Yeah. That was a, that was a long way to say I'm going to the Pokemon this weekend. That, that was a long way to say that we're probably better at spitballing than the spitballing guys, but you know, wow. wow. I did not see this cut until now. Got to pop out a baby at any moment, so I'm sure we we'll be co-hosting over there sometimes. Your hair's a, your hair's a lot, hey, man. Hair's a lot. Always, I stole <laughs> his best friend. Week two of the radio, I showed up and took his place and, and showed out. You so, read, and I'll just take his job at spitballing too. Maybe I'm I'll just take over pale. Brandon. Very Maybe pale. I will just lead a revolt and take over the company from him. Oh, I'm telling Jody, or. I think it was named Jody. All right. Well, first off, let me address one thing. When this baby comes, I'm still going to be hosting yep. the show. It's just that, guess what? We might be recording at 1 a.m. Yep. When baby one's asleep and baby two finally fell asleep. Who knows? Baby one last night, Ava, by the way, that's her name. She woke up at 1, 1 ish. She didn't go back to sleep till 4 30 in the morning. I'm exhausted. Look at these eyes. Was Listen. that from the, the thunderstorm that rolled through or just woke up? No, she just woke up and just, she was we just got wide awake, hammered by a storm. Did like you guys read the morning? Like I got, I got visibly scared. I actually grabbed my phone to make sure we weren't in like a tornado warning. It was that bad. I was we about to be like, we that. need to go in the basement. We didn't get any of that. We just, she just was wound for sound. She just wasn't going to sleep. Um, yo, this is gonna air on Wednesday, meaning tomorrow. If you're listening, yeah. the open, the open is here. Uh, How did that happen? I, I, I kind of. Um, I don't want to say forgot about it, but there's been so much happening in sports. Like this, this past weekend was just like, it was unbelievable with baseball games, the Euro, the UFC. And we had, you know, the home run derby to look forward to last night, the all-star game, which is tonight that, you know, no one really gives a shit about, but yeah, it, it kind of got lost, especially because we didn't have it last year at all. So it's like been out of mind. So Shane Lowry is still the open champion, correct? Defending. Yes, right. One in Northern Ireland. Yes, I believe so. Vince is on that. I know that. Uh, I know the betting. The betting favorite this year is Rom, and 
I love John Rom. I think I'm like slowly becoming like a full blown like John Rom guy. Especially after what happened to him earlier, where they literally pulled him off 18 and like, listen, you're done. Yeah. He should have two wins already on the season because he had that thing in the bag. Like, l- let him play by himself without a caddy, with no one around. The whole thing didn't make any sense anyway because you found out you let him play mm-hmm. and then now it's an issue. It doesn't make any sense. Send send him off tomorrow. Like he's clearly already been hugging everybody, hand, yep. you know, handshaking, high fiving all day. Let him go off tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., be the first one on, first one off, and then let that be the end of it. He's yep. six strokes up. Yep. It was unbelievable. It was brutal. Um, but I, I I do I do love the open. It's different golf. I, I love when it's freezing and and wind in their face and i saw something while i was at the gym today that i know you love i saw the times at the bottom and it's like shane oh. larry going off at 4 58 in the morning oh you know i love that shit especially oh. now because at any point in time like literally my wife could go into labor now like right now 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 right now she can go into labor at any moment all right now we have the olympics coming up I'm not sure if you know this. Babies cry. That's what they do around the clock. You do not sleep. It's awful. What happened to me last night is going to be my life Every for day. The next three months. It's going to suck. One caveat with me being up at all hours of the night, Olympics are on all hours of the night. The Open is on all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have shit to watch. So it's a little caveat to get me through the pain and suffering and the fact that I'm going to get really fat because I'm not sleeping well. Even if I'm working out, it doesn't matter. You don't sleep, get fat. That's how it works, guys. All right? This is not a biology class, but don't sleep, get fat. They go hand in hand together. So I'm going to get fat. But I'm going to get fat watching beach volleyball all night. I mean, so that means once the Olympics are over, the Open are over, are you finding like, you know, table tennis that's just on the internet that you can, that's happening in Hong Kong? Any, so with the Winter Olympics, there's like four different things I like I can get into. Like I love the the biathlon where they're skiing and shooting. Oh yeah, shooting. Love that. Curling, don't care. Guys, girls, whoever's in, in. I'm watching it. You know, figure skating, not going to look at a second of it. Speed skating in. There's only a handful of things like I, I like. Summer Olympics, there's not a bad event. No. Gymnastics, Even gymnastics good. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. the, the rowing, the team row, and uh, surfing's in it this year. Like, I don't even know how you judge that. Like, yeah. oh, he didn't fall down to 10 points. He didn't I, fall down. No idea. And I, I said that to one of my, my cousins. Like, how, like, what if, like, I get a sick wave, but then you don't? I don't. I don't get how they do it. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, but I'm in. I'm watching All every in. second of it. I was All already in. looking at some of the times. Like, I think like one of like the next like basketball games is like they start at 3 a.m. Like, oh, feed me. I'm not going to be awake to watch it unless the baby's croak. But speaking of that, real quick, are, are we in panic mode about Team USA or no? They dropped down to like minus 320 to win the whole thing. So I feel like that's that's a good good spot to maybe win some money because they were like plus like 800 or minus 800. Yeah, I I actually bet last game um I bet them first half. They covered the first half line. I didn't bet them full game and thank God I didn't. Because going into that game, they were minus 2000 to win that game and they lost. Yeah, Matisse Thibel 
literally just putting a hurting yes on Team USA. It's it's bananas. They say that they're trying to get used to the officiating. I personally think that it's just they don't care yet. Yeah, like, they just don't care. I'm not worried. I'm not worried either. They're gonna win gold. It's just that like how uncomfortable they're gonna make it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So we shall see. Yeah, but I'm all in on the Olympics. All in. I, golf. We got golf too in the Olympics. Speaking of the Open, right. we got golf in. Um, McGregor. Do we want to get into McGregor? Yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking of uncomfortable. Oh yeah, that was ugly. Well, you first of all, good seeing Greg Hardy get his ass kicked. Fantastic. Loved it. That is basically the sports version of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Mm-hmm. Right. Vince, I know you're too young to understand Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's a book that for some reason was in every single elementary school classroom and middle school classroom. But that's exactly what that was. It was like, an actual book, like you held the book, Vince. Yeah. Open it was it, book. pages. Yeah. So it's like the internet. Yeah, yeah. What's a book? Yeah. It's like Wikipedia, but like if you printed it out and stapled it together. That's a yep. book. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, no, you're right. Watching him get absolutely destroyed oh. was fantastic i also went four and oh on ufc plays i didn't you were, you were on fire i was cooked and you know here's the thing it wasn't me being like hey guess what i won all of my bets it's hey this is what i'm about to bet and then it happened ride with me i was cooking so I, I i had that first round ko for that one as well um but mcgregor fight man i mean we're mcgregor guys we are. everybody knows that we are that was awful. And I think it was bad for everybody. It's bad for McGregor. It's bad for Dana White. I don't think it's great for Dustin. It doesn't solve anything. It doesn't prove anything. So overall, it was just just a bad, bad night. I just – well, first, he, he I mean, he was getting his ass kicked. I couldn't believe McGregor took him to the ground. I was like, this is just not McGregor's. And then I was he was eating shots. And I was like, oh, God, this is, this is what it's going to be again. And I did not see the leg break live. I saw him step back and then he fell. And I was like, huh, what's going on? And I, I think I forget somebody texted in the group was like, he broke his tibia. And I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then I was like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I was watching it. I saw him go down on the ground. I thought he just stumbled mm-hmm. because like he, he like stumbles. And like in real time, you know, you slow it down. You see him make that face. But in real time, you couldn't tell. He hits the ground. He's just on top of him. I hear the bell ring, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, God, just survive this storm in the next round. Bell rings, and then immediately he starts, like, pointing at his ankle, and the ankle's just, like, sideways. Yep. And I was like, oh, I was like, this is fucking over. That was, like, the Dak Prescott when Tony Romo's like, I think it's just a calf strain. He's uh, he's cramping, and then they show they, the camera down. was just literally backwards. Yeah. It, it, was, it was bad. I didn't. I didn't expect that. I mean, nobody expected anything like that. So now, I mean, now what happens? I mean, I mean, how about like talk about, I, I don't think my brain could work this way. Like he was immediately promoting on yeah. the ground. Leg is broken. You just lost and he's promoting. Like he's about, trying to make money. He was so angry oh. that that was the hardest it was ever to like decipher his irish accent because oh. he's like yeah the bloody thing is yeah, yeah bollocks i'm like i have no idea what's going on right now i i haven't a clue what he's saying but i know he's pissed but joe rogan going to sit down next to him i was like phenomenal like this is this is why ufc is thriving 
Yeah, and that's what I mean. I think it's bad for business when when McGregor isn't at his top. Here's the thing. I'm sure Dustin's a great guy. I'm sure he's an excellent fighter. He's USA. That's awesome. Yep. I've never I'm a casual. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I'm a casual yep. UFC fan. I'm not, you know, not watching Wednesday night fights. No. Go to branded MMA if, if you are if right. you those guys kind of know everything. Um I didn't I've never heard of Dustin Poirier before he even started mixing it up with Conor McGregor the first time. I'm not saying that he's a bad fighter, but he's not a marketable fighter in my eyes. Like I'm never going to be like, Oh, I got to watch that fight tonight because yep. Dustin Poirier is nope. so funny. Like that's nope. not going to happen for me. McGregor, his next fight back. I'm going to buy it. I'm, yep. I'll be watching. There's 100%. no way. I'm gonna I don't care who he's fighting. That's a, like, I was watching it with um, Lisa and her sister and my brother-in-law and Lisa and her, her sister were like, hasn't he lost like the last two fights? I'm like, yeah, they're like, well, why do you even care? Like, I don't, I'm like, you don't, you just don't get it. It's, it's, it's Jordan on the wizards. Yes. You know, he sucks, but I still got to watch it. I mean, yeah. he's still got to see him play. we got some hope there. Yeah. So and, I don't know. It, it's, it's crazy. How about Dana white too, throwing out there the whole sports might get shut down again because of COVID, but I'm just putting it out there that the UFC will not stop. Like, don't you put that on me, so, Ricky Bobby. Dare put that evil on me. I don't know what that is. If that's him just getting ahead of it, just reminding people like is how- that fear from him that like like the big boys coming back soon? Like he knows the NFL is coming back in, in eight weeks and he's been thriving and he's I, just fearful. I, just, I don't know what that was. I I think more than anything, it was like him panicking. But I, I don't know. I don't know what that was at all. Maybe the Delta strands got him scared. Um oh. good. It just popped into my head, and this is what we do here at Spitballing. Literally just popped in my head. I've never asked you this question. wasn't on any of the pre-show, but it just popped in my head. So Richard Branson went into space on Sunday, and Jeff Bezos is going into space in like 10 days. I was listening to the radio, and they said it could get up to the point where there's 500 people a month traveling to space. Will you be one of them if you can afford it? So if I could afford it, I would definitely want to be. If I could afford it, would I go? No, because my wife would not allow that. Now, if I were a singlesman, um, my ass is in space. Uh, no doubt about it. I love space. I am a spaceman. Everybody knows that about me. All right, Interstellar. It's oh. a top three movie of all time. It's Contact. Just, Contact, just great. I mean, they're all good movies. I am, I'm a spaceman. If I could afford to get out there, shoot me up. All right, put me in a tin can, fire me up. Would you rather be in Richard Branson's spaceship or Jeff Bezos? Jeff Bezos. Yeah. I took, I looked at pictures of his. I don't know if Vince can pull it up. The inside of Jeff Bezos' spaceship uh, looks like a Ritz-Carlton. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, I, like, that. I'm all about that. And also, like, I just, I think Jeff Bezos wouldn't be as weird. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I feel like, like, did you see like Richard Branson and and Musk the other day? Like, just like I was looking at them, like, they're billionaires. Look at that. Richard Branson would be like, he'd be the guy that, like, he like, he has his like own homemade soup recipe or like French onion soup that you want no part of, but he like forces you to eat it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, he he only throws like themed parties. Like, it's like, you got to come over and like everybody has to wear their like nicest silk robe. And then he has he he puts on like parchment paper the yep. recipe for the French onion soup and wraps right. it up with a little bow and gives it to everybody as they leave. 
Yep, exactly. It's like, man, I don't want your French on your soup. I don't want to wear a silk robe. I, I just thought we were going to have some, yeah. you know, have a good time barbecue a little bit. I don't know yeah. what's happening here, Richard. So, yeah, no, I'm not getting trapped up in space with that guy. No, even if it's for three minutes in space. Vince's places never go. Space, anywhere sharks live, Wildwood, Nashville. Okay. Um, Don't really agree with that list at all, except for Wildwood. Well, sharks thing too. I mean, unless you consider like just walking into the ocean. Yeah, like sharks live in the ocean, Vince, so never go to the ocean. Also, I don't want to get too deep in this talk, topic because I don't want this episode to go long, too long. Shark Week sucks. Yeah. I'm, I don't know who needs to hear that out there that likes Shark Week. You're an idiot. Like Shark, Shark Week was cool 13 years ago. Yeah. Like there's nothing good. Every year it's the same thing. It's like, we're going to catch the Megalodon. And then it's six hours of them like showing a footage of like a fin that might be the Megalodon. And then like, oh, sorry, guys. It's just it's like, seaweed. remember a couple of years ago when they're like, uh, Michael Phelps is going to race a shark. And it was for like a month. And you're like, he's going to race a shark. And then like, it was an animated shark. It was an animated shark. And it, all they did was like, took like a time trial of his. The fuck I are you doing? I, I watched like the lead up of that. And like, he's like, yeah. and I'm like expecting like a glass barrier to separate him and a great white. And then all of a sudden it's just him, like a little mechanical shark. And I was like, what the fuck is, what is this, this? Man? I, know. I know. So yeah. So shark, shark week is overrated stupid and just old be done shark week is like one of like the top 10 reasons why like terrorists try to attack us and like they have a point you know what i mean like in that sense not like anything else they do but like shark week is just way over the top yeah that shark week shows that we have nothing going on shark week we have is, way too much time on our hands it is so american only that's so stupid i can't wait till we get attacked by shark week people I, I gladly, I hope so, because those nerds aren't even, they're, they're too busy watching Shark Week. They don't True. Even, True. The only way that we get Shark Week people here is if we put in like a preview and we say like preview Shark Week. And it's like you and I riding like a fake crate oh, white. I'm all in. Um, all right, what do we got? We got anything left before we bring in? Uh, no, let's, let's, let's get back to the fire interview. We got a fire right. interview. And then on the other side. We have a little top five list we're going to throw out there? We do. We do have a little top five list. Um, so, yeah, we have we have Devin, like we said, the queen of Philadelphia joining us now. We are also in this interview, so don't don't think like we're not doing it today. We are playing Cameo High Low with our guest. We're all in with playing games with our guests, so expect a lot more of that. And if you do enjoy this episode, if you do enjoy this interview, make sure you're subscribed to spitballing on apple spotify google wherever you get your podcasts follow us on instagram follow us on twitter follow us everywhere okay youtube just subscribe rate listen watch tell your friends and enjoy this fire interview with the queen of philadelphia devin keeney all right joe um Last week, when we were trying to figure out who we wanted to have as our first guest, I mean, I don't know if you know, Devin, we, I mean, Joe and I have interviewed some really cool people like Harry Mays, Super Bowl champion, Martin Gramatica, Linda Cohn, like there's some names. So we were like, do we bring one of those people? But no. Okay. Joe, like he said, he's been getting into the TikTok game. We uh, have a very big Philly fan base on like uh-huh. me, which we'll talk about later. So Joe was like, there's only one person we can have on. Correct, Joe? Correct. I, I, I said it immediately. I shot over. I said, listen, we're going to add Devin to the short list. And we're going to move right. Uh, guys, but I, what an honor. <laughs> I mean, Harry, to be named alongside someone like Harry Mays, like, 
I'm I'm truly honored. My weird TikToks have finally paid off. So That's thank it. you. Well, welcome. So <laughs> before you. we dive into any, you know, Philadelphia sports issues, mm -hmm. which there's a lot of them going on. Yeah. First thing, uh, Joe and I both listened to your last podcast. You had Field Yates on. Maybe we'll talk about yeah. later about you hooking him up for here. But you guys were talking about traveling and the TSA pre thing. Yeah. And Joe and I could not agree with you more. I think Vince actually has a tweet of mine from earlier uh, in the summer. I went to Florida and my wife did not have TSA pre. So I put it out there. What do, what do I do? Mm. Do I do I go with her in the savage line or do I leave <laughs> her line. and go in my line? Joe couldn't leave agree her. more. I, I mean, I left her. I had to. I don't want to <laughs> take have her to. off. You No. Absolutely not, especially when it's getting down to the wires. So I mentioned on our last episode, which first of all, thanks for listening. Um, on an earlier episode, I told the story of how I was traveling for work and we had like about five of us and I was the only one pre-check and I left the rest of the guys because they had like camera equipment, no pre-check and they missed the flight. And you know what? I don't feel any sort of guilt over it because had I, then I just would have like me missing the flight would not have solved any problems. They probably still would have just done the same thing. So exactly. no regrets. listen, everybody has a chance to enroll. It's not a secret club. Right. It's exactly. Right. You snooze, you lose. If you want to go get your own pre-check, that's fine. I'm not going to wait for you. I was, I had a bachelor party a couple months ago or maybe a month ago. And one of the guys who I was going with didn't have it. And he was like, you're going to stand in line with me, right? And I was like, absolutely not. Oh, I'm standing never. next to you like a peasant. I'm not doing that. I'm going in the TSA pre-check and I'll meet you on the other side. You're like, there, exactly. there's 1,300 people in this line. There's two over there. You have to take your shoes off. You have to take your iPad out. I can just walk right through. Hey, hey what's going on? Me. Uh, let me ask you this. Are you a get there early or get there right on time? Um usually get there right on time mm. i'm definitely more on like the later side especially now i mean have you guys been to an airport lately like it really fucking sucks because everything's closed like i used to be like a get a water bottle maybe a snack and now there's like one store open in an entire terminal so there's no point in getting there early so i'm yeah. i'm i'm late to everything but especially airports i am i am the get there two hours early not not because I'm scared of missing a flight. I just love setting up shop at the airport. Yeah, I love, mm -hmm. I, I like you, love traveling by myself. It's mm -hmm. it's weird traveling then with somebody because you're like, oh man, like, now I gotta like- Are we on the same travel level? Yeah, we gotta get on the same cadence. Like, listen, we're going here, we're bopping, we're moving. But I love getting there like right. two hours early, just setting up shop and just, that's, yeah. My, yeah, that's my time. You know what I mean? Just hang out. Well, when things are normal, there is nothing better than getting there early and setting up shop at the bar and getting a nice glass of wine or two, or no if matter what time it is, sometimes three, right. and just vibing out by yourself. Like it's the best. And then when you're with other people, even if it's like, like I travel with my mom sometimes or even a close friend, it's like, oh man, I have to talk to you. I can't just like sit here and vibe alone. So I and get it for sure. There's no time. There's no, there's no rules. There's no time when it comes to the airport when drinking. It, you know, mm -hmm. you get there, it's time to go. We're oh, 10 a.m., happy hour. Who cares? Oh. <laughs> is there a better is there a better place that people watch? Uh, Can't no. Okay, I actually was going to say, do you guys know, because you guys are Philly guys, this is completely kind of unrelated to airports, but just in terms of people watching, I found myself at Vesper Nightclub. 
Have you guys been there? No. No, I don't really recommend it, but it was like <laughs> the best people watching I've had in a like in recent memory, honestly. So I don't really recommend going there. I don't usually go there. I somehow found myself there last weekend. But um, do you have yeah. an example of of someone? Yeah, yeah, that's just, yeah. What are we talking? What are we working with? So like John I'm not from a big nightclub person. Like I feel like Philly isn't a big nightclub city, and I somehow found myself going with like this massive group of people to get like a massive table with bottle service at Vesper nightclub in Philadelphia to watch uh, the UFC fight on Saturday. And just like the, the kind of people that a, a Philly nightclub attracts, mm -hmm. it's oh. like peak, like South Philly Italian, but then also like bougie. I, I can't even describe it. And that's why people watching was so entertaining. So I'm like, who the fuck are all these people here? Like, I sorry if I curse. Oh no, we're not good. We are uncut. Um, <laughs> a lot of okay. culture, I assume, just everywhere. Yeah, just like I also hadn't been in a crowded nightclub probably since the pandemic, so in over a year. So it was just like a weird. I probably looked super creepy because I was just watching everyone the whole time. Were there any yeah. Philly jerseys, or did the Eagles chant come out at any point? Eagles chant didn't come out, but dreams and nightmares came on, and the entire place knew every single word and kind of just like lit up as soon as they put it on. And that, it was fun. Like, I'm not a big, like if you're at a Phillies game, don't start an Eagles chant, especially because the Thank Eagles you. like kind of sucked last year. Um, but yeah, it, that the dreams and nightmares was, was kind of fun. So I'll let that one slide. Well, let's actually, let's talk a little bit about the Eagles. Let's okay. start off. Let's start off hot. I'm going to get you right away. Give me feet to the fire. Six and a half wins over under right now in Vegas. Mm. Where are you going with the Eagles? Over. Ooh. Oh, that is not a confident over. That's like a, <laughs> that's a, maybe not a hope over. Maybe I, I don't know. Six and a tie. I don't know. Oh, what a way to lose! I, I, honestly, the tie does not sit right with me. It doesn't sit right. I don't respect the tie. I'm like. What is it? Ted Lasso has a quote about ties. Like, I just, I'm not with them. So I would rather, honestly, take a loss than a tie. I know it's a ridiculous thing to say, but. No, I'm I'm with it. Yeah. yeah I, what about you guys? What's your, what's your answer to that? Well, listen, let's address the elephant in the room. And that's, that's Kevin is a Cowboys fan. So. Oh, yeah, no. It's, it's can, awful. Hold on. From Jersey. Move, I'll move my camera over for a minute. I do have a huge fan. Okay. He's a total scumbag. Oh. You can't, have, not, you can't hang those on the same wall. You think so, right? I agree with you. I, I am in total agreement with you. So I am a diehard Cowboys fan. Been my whole life. Grew up in Jersey. Grew up in the 90s. Cowboys were good. Attracted me. Front runner scumbag. I get it. But I've, I've had 30 years of misery since then. Mm -hmm. I decided to marry an Eagles fan. She would not let me put my banner up until she got her own banner. It showed up at the house one day. Didn't know it was coming. She goes, here, now you can hang your banner next to this. Miserable life. <laughs> so I hope Sounds they have zero. So horrible for you. But, okay, I mean, I guess that's fair. I still don't like them, you know, that close together. But mm -hmm. Especially with the Eagles in the middle. It's bullshit. Yeah, well, most recent championship. I don't know what you're going to do. Those are just one, 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 yeah. one is the loneliest number that you'll ever see. <laughs> You haven't mm. seen a championship Five. and been able to write cursive at the same time. Oh, like, I was learning cursive, okay? There's really no chance. 
It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> why I didn't want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Eagles, I think, I think are going to go under. I actually think, I think Jalen Hurts is not going to be it. And I uh, think one of the worst teams in the league, unfortunately, next year. I just don't wow. see it. Okay. Really? I do. I do. I think you're looking at like a 12, or I mean, a four and 13 team. Oh, that extra game now throws me off every time. I, I have full, I know. Full math is like just so simple. Yeah. Boom, seven and nine, eight and eight, 10 and six. That extra game is messing me up. But yeah, I think they're going to be, unfortunately, one of the worst teams in the league. See, I think. Okay. I think Philly fans back in the link is good for two to three wins. Mm-hmm. Just right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, and Vince can pull it up. Vince, pull up their pull up their schedule. There is a portion of the Eagles schedule, and I think it starts right around like week three or four, where they probably won't win a game for six straight weeks. Like it's just a brutal run in the schedule that mm-hmm. I, I it early and often is going to tank them. I'm excited for Devontae Smith. I think he's the truth. I think he's the real deal. He's okay. going to be a blessing, but all right. All right here we go. Which, which weeks? All right. So start, start week three right there. So Cowboys. That's you don't think we're going to beat the Cowboys on the road. Oh, I just think the Cowboys are better right now, but look, yeah, Cowboys okay. and home against the chiefs on the road against the Panthers home <laughs> against the Bucks on the yeah, road. That's pretty, t- that's pretty tough. pretty tough. That is a tough little run there, and it doesn't get easier, especially when, uh, okay, well, we got the Saints now, but you'll finish with the division, which, by the way, I hate that we always finish just like four or five straight division games. It. Dude, I swear we're like the only team that gets that every single year. It's always like Cowboys, Giants, and it's always the Cowboys last, which I know is probably intentional for like ratings and whatever. But still, but I mean, why, but it's I hate rough. how the NFL does it where – you play. Hold on, Vince. What are we doing here? We're talking. We're talking schedule, and then all of a sudden, we just, we just, it just goes away. Um, they play the Cowboys week three, and then they don't play them again till week eighteen. Dude, but yet you play Washington week fifteen, and then week seventeen. It makes no sense. The whole it thing makes no sense. sense. Every year we have the Falcons for some reason within the first like two or three weeks of the year, and then it just barrage of NFC East games at the end of the season. See, I'm- I feel like we always start with Washington football team, though. Mm-hmm. So that's different this year because usually they're, I feel like, in our first, like, three weeks. But now I guess Cowboys are our first. I think we could potentially beat the Cowboys. So do I. I, I think I- they'll split. No matter what, I think they'll split. I just think there's a better chance that they're going to beat the Cowboys week 18, which is bizarre to say, than they are yeah. week three. I don't know. I th- by week three, I mean, Dak could still be rusty. I mean, the, the Cowboys defense still is – not going to be very good. I think mm-hmm. what actually happens is the Eagles start 0-2 and, and your first win is in Dallas. And then you lose the Chiefs. But then I think you can beat Carolina. I think you can beat the Raiders and the Lions as well. Listen, free tip for everybody out there listening. Whatever the over-under is right now for Carolina's wins, take the over. Because yeah. that team is going to be one of the best teams in the NFC this year. They I think, that rule. Really? Why? The losses Why? last year, I think, came from a combined score of like six points. So they should have been four wins better than they even were last year. Matt Rule has those guys playing. I love that team as like a, a dark horse to come out and probably compete for the NFC title this year. And you you give you give Sam Darnold a healthy Christian McCaffrey and the wide receivers they have. Why not? Mm-hmm. Right? Why not? Mm-hmm. So what, what are your thoughts on the whole Jalen Hurts thing? How confident are you on Jalen Hurts to come in and be the guy? I like Jalen Hurts. I do. I don't like 
is he Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady level quarterback? I don't know yet. No, I don't think he has that level of capability, but I believe in him. Like I was definitely team hurts over Wentz when that was kind of a debate and they were going back and forth. And especially when we just started sucking so bad that it really didn't matter. Like I thought they could have put hurts in a lot earlier. Um, I just don't, it's so hard for me. Cause like, I truly don't know how I feel. Like I can't get a grip on this coaching staff, you know, like I like, and I feel like that's gonna have a big, a big impact. Like I like Nick Sirianni's energy. I feel like they're young. I like, you know, what I've seen so far on social media, but like, no, we haven't seen them. We don't know what their overall style is. And I feel like that's going to make a big difference. Um, so I think like that impacts Jalen Hurts ability when he takes the field this season, you know, like I don't think Doug Peterson really did well by Jalen Hurts last year. Um, so I don't know. I guess I'm, I like Jalen Hurts. I'm going to support him. He's my quarterback. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to hate on him. Truly. I hope so. Yeah. I was going to bring this up. I, I don't know if you saw this today. There was the report, I guess, came out from WIP that there's some, some people saying that they don't know if they support Sirianni and then Lane immediately comes over the top and he's like, say the names, tell us who it is then. If I it's not that. BS. I love that. It's amazing. So this actually, I didn't see this this tweet today, but like this pisses me off because I thought that we moved past this. Mm -hmm. I did not like that at all when I feel like last season, especially, and maybe it was like a, a the season before a little bit, these stupid like anonymous reports that honestly, my theory was that they were Carson Wentz or I don't know, someone who left. So it upsets me that now that it's happening again, but like the... The, like gossip girl like people yeah. aren't happy let's like leak it to the press like what just i agree with him just say the fucking names yeah, exactly. let us know who XO, Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> it's good though seeing that seeing that's good because that's something that you're now going to bond over i feel like recently you know it's been wip has just been getting dragged for what they've been doing so being able to create like a common enemy there i think is a good thing so I, i'm yeah. excited i love seeing when all else fails Go against WIP. There you Correct. go. Correct. Amen. Um, all right. Let's talk about Sixers. Sixers right. season obviously ended. Sure you mm -hmm. want to do this? We, I mean, we have to. We have wait, to. Wait, wait, wait. Are you a Sixers fan? Yes. So you're a Dallas, you're a Cowboys football fan, but a Sixers basketball fan. Yes. Because of your wife? No, 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 no. Because of Joe, okay. maybe? I don't know. No, yeah. I've always. You've my always other wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just had to get that. I had to clear that up before. So listen, yeah, listen, we don't have to talk also about Yankees fan. Just want to throw that out there. Make yeah, sure Notre Dame oh. the page is a Yankees fan as well. Yankees fan, Notre Dame. Now I'm the worst. But I admit that I'm the worst. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's the first step. Like, yes. I don't know. Admitting <laughs> you have a problem is the first. Kevin supports only teams that lead the leagues in calf tattoos. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like usually after? if you no, if you you're don't. a Yankees fan and a Cowboys fan, I for some reason I feel like you just have to be a Lakers fan. Yeah, no, yeah. no, okay, <laughs> no. So again, unfortunately, not. I have I have reasons between behind each each team, but no, I'm okay. I'm a front runner. I'm a '90s front runner. <laughs> That's fair. I'll, I'll Wait, give what you does that. that mean though? They were all good then, and they all suck now. So you're a bandwagon fan. Exactly, but I but I held on. I didn't leave. Okay. 
Van Gogh. Or Fairweather fan, I should say, not Bandwagon. Yeah. Okay. He's a 1994 Bandwagon fan. He's just hung on. Like, whoever's good in my starter jacket. Yep, exactly. That's why he had the pogs. He just keeps them around just to try to relive the glory days. Those were the glory days. Yeah. When pogs were in. All right. I respect it. All right. Sixers. Sixers break all of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely devastating. Rumors came out today. It sounds like the the sham bomb drops that they're actively now looking to trade Ben Simmons. I think when I saw the teams listed, I saw Sacramento, uh, Indiana, uh, Minnesota, and there was another team in there. But Detroit. Uh, no, I don't think it was Detroit. But let me ask you this: Ben Simmons opening night mm-hmm. roster is he a Sixer? Yes or no? Yes. Wow. Okay. I don't think they're going to trade him. I think I kind of lean your way because I think that they're not going to get what they deem valuable enough to move him. Yeah. I think I would be okay with him being on the roster. If a, like they got to work with him. I, I do. I think a lot of it is like mental for him and I don't know how you even handle that, but I do think we need to add, like, I want Damian Lillard. I don't know if we can get him without trading Ben Simmons for him, plus other players. Um, I just think we need more. We need more if he's going to stay on the roster, but like he takes, like he, he, his contract is expensive. So I don't know. Like I get way too attached to players. Like, when they've played in the city for a long time. And I don't know if necessarily Ben has like taken ownership of Philly, but I do have like that one part of me that pulls on my heartstrings that like, despite what he did this past season, I would be okay with it. I don't know. I get that. I totally get that. Yeah, I I get it as well. I mean, I'm a Ben, me personally, I'm a Ben supporter. So I'm big time a Ben fan. I, I would love to see him have success here. I just don't know if he could, do it because i think it's i think it's exactly what you just said i think it's a mental block it's not one of these mm-hmm. things where he can't shoot it's just that right. he refuses to shoot right what do and you think like, ben how do you handle that? i don't know and that's the thing i feel like we're nearing the point of a carson wentz situation almost and i don't like comparing the two but i do think philly has a way of like kind of once you've lost our trust or loyalty we kind of like run you out of the city like Carson Wentz like we completely turned on him and I don't think he handled it well at all I think Ben's been better about like not really letting the sports talk radio and what fans are saying kind of affect him if anything he seems to like thrive off of it but um I don't know I just hope we don't we don't turn turn him on us I hope he doesn't turn on us (laughs) <laughs> how about uh how about Tobias? Is he not the luckiest guy in the world that Ben Simmons is bad at free throws right now? Uh-huh. <laughs> because he came up so short in that series too at times. I feel like he, he missed did. 143 layups in that series. Yeah. Was tough. It was pivotable moments too. Like mm-hmm. just when you absolutely need him, like he wasn't there. So I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see if they make any moves. One of those big three contracts have to get off the books, whether it's Simmons and yeah. Bede or Tobias. It's obviously not going to be Embiid. Not going to be Embiid. No. I just don't know what you do if you if you bring all three back. Yeah. You know, Danny Green's not coming back. Obviously, after all that he's said. You don't think so? See, I think he might. Really? Yeah. What was your, what was your take on the whole fan thing? I think. 
Okay, so this goes back to kind of what I was saying about Ben Simmons. I think Philly is a very, like, when you're with us, you're with us. When you're against us, you're against us. So when a player comes out and blames the fans after his team put up, including himself, Danny Danny Green did not play well. No, no. Any of the postseason, Well, really. game one, he virtually cost the yeah. game the because he couldn't guard Trey Young. Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have been guarding Trey Young, but like, yeah, he he still did not play well at no, all. No. no one did. So, I just think like once you kind of come out and like say that it's the fans' fault, and like I did read the transcript and listen to his bite, and like I do think some people like blew it up a bit because I don't think he meant it as like oh, it's all the fans' fault that we lost. It's not our fault. I do think he meant it as a supportive teammate. Like, hey, guys, Ben is going through it. Maybe, like, be supportive of him. So I don't know. I see both sides of it. But, like, I'm not going to come out and just, like, attack him. I think it's easy to play into the narrative, though. And, like, things just spin out of control with our fan base. <laughs> oh, I, I, talk, I talk about it all the time. Like, the whole fans getting hot and bothered that he went to Wimbledon. Like, what are we doing? Right. Like, who cares? Who cares? That like, he, if he wants to do that, and like, yeah, I think I tweeted because I honestly just follow this account on my own. It's like a account that posts celebrity homes that are for sale in Los Angeles. And I reposted on Twitter because Ben Simmons came up and it was like, Ben Simmons bought this like $17 million home in LA. And I'm like, oh, I hope it has a practice court. Like, obviously joking, people are actually mad about it. Like, no, I don't actually care. He can buy a house if he wants. He can go to Wimbledon. Like, maybe he needs it. Maybe he needs mm -hmm. a mental break. Maybe he needs to escape Philadelphia for a 100%. bit. Like, you do you, Ben. <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest thing in the world when they were getting mad that he was just taking time off to just sit and watch a tennis match. And I just go back to this. It's like, yeah, you would love to see him shooting. But even if he spent that entire day shooting for 23 hours straight and then the one hour he's photographed at Wimbledon it was going to be a problem right. Absolutely. like no matter right. what it was going to be a problem right ridiculous it, and like that is the type of stuff that if I were an athlete would drive me out of town and would make me be like like okay trade me then because this city is impossible to work with like I can't they're never going to accept me after that and I do worry about that with him. Um, so, I, I mean, I think we'll see. I think if he were to come back, I'd probably be a Ben supporter again and hope he could turn it around. If he comes back, game one, I am all the way back on my Ben Simmons bullshit that he <laughs> is the next coming of Magic Johnson. I, I mean, I will sell myself immediately back onto him. Well, to. so here's the thing that worries me. And, like, it worries me about Carson Wentz and – I even said it before we, Carson Wentz left us where I feel like Philly has this, like, I don't know what to call it. Maybe a curse. I don't know where, play, where athletes suck for us and then they go somewhere else mm -hmm. and they're incredible. Yeah. Like, I feel like it would be just our luck that we would trade Ben Simmons and he'd be incredible and would be shooting threes and scoring all these points for another team. Um, Carson so yeah, winning I think here. You think? I, I think they're. I think they have a chance to at least get there. I do. I really do. I, oh I think the Colts God. are going to look really good, and I think you're going to have a lot of fans really upset this year. Oh, why didn't you do that for us? All that. I mean, I. I don't think. Like I, again, I don't blame Carson really for a lot of the, the his like I don't know playing. Like I think a lot of that lands on Doug and mm -hmm. Howie, 
and he had nothing around him. Nothing. Right. I just didn't like the way Carson handled all of it. I feel like he was a bit of a baby about like a, like just seemed to take it all too personally. And I didn't like that. Yeah. I saw that comparison get thrown around and I saw some people, uh, not the name names, AJ Torres rights were branded, uh, kind (laughs) of got upset when the whole Ben Simmons, Carson Wentz comparison was made, but I thought it was way more than fair because you had essentially a guy that, just quit who went once he was put on the bench, he just kind of gave up on himself and he yeah. got in his own head. And then with Ben Simmons, you have a guy who the moment was just too big for him and he got in his own head. I thought the comparisons were super fair. You know, one is a guy that's, you know, bad luck. You get put on the bench and the next guy comes in, beats the saints. It's tough to put you back out there for that, but it is what it is. Yeah. And I think like that's also kind of a show of strength in terms of like athletes, like as an athlete, a pro athlete, you need to not let that shit get to your head. Yep. And I do think like Ben Simmons clearly has some sort of mental block. Hold on. Let me read this tweet. There's well, 0% no, this, so this tweet 100% locks in that Ben Simmons will be on the Sixers for the next 10 years. <laughs> like it's done. So zero percent chance. It's uh Yeah. Somebody, I, I don't know who was it that dubbed him Stephen A.J. Torres or something, or Stephen <laughs> A.J. Smith or whatever it was, but mm. he's got some hot takes flying around. All right, I don't agree with that. And I also still don't support Simmons for Harden. I would not trade Simmons for no, Harden. No. All right. I'll, 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 uh, wait, one more one more Philly question. Uh, Last, we got to hit, hit up one more team. We're not going to talk about the Flyers today because, listen, I'll be honest. <laughs> They're number four in the city. Are we uh, talking about Phillies? They're number five. They're behind the wind. Phillies, 500. They are. Thank you. How much yeah. are we going to break my heart come September? How hard? Is this going to fall off or do we have a real chance? Because I think when you look at the standings, you clearly have to win the division. You can't. The wild card is going to be unobtainable. Just with everything going on out west, it's going to be too much. Realistic chance. Can these Phillies win this division this year? Look, I don't know if you can tell this about me from our conversation so far, but I'm an optimist. I'm one of those, no matter how many times Philadelphia sports break my heart, I'm an optimist and I do not think the Phillies have a chance. They they started off the season well and they've gone up maybe a few times, but for the most part, we just, I think we have way too many issues are bullpen so like i their inconsistencies injuries i don't love what joe girardi is doing i just don't think i think it's gonna go it's gonna draw it's not gonna stay above 500 i, I know it sounds bleak but i just don't think they have it no i tend to agree <laughs> I, I think when you look at <laughs> that's not it is not wrong at all um yeah. no i agree i think when you look at when you look at this team, they had the worst bullpen in like the history of baseball last year. And then somehow came back this year and got worse. Like it doesn't make <laughs> any sense whatsoever. Now they did just bring JD, uh, JD hammer back mm-hmm. from what I recently saw. So go hammer pick up one of those shirts, go pick up those shirts, branded store. You don't want to buy yourself a hammer time shirt, but they need to move me personally. I think you move, um, you move Vinny Velasquez, 
you move him in the bullpen, he clearly can't start, but I think he would be a great arm out of the bullpen. And how about his oh. interaction with the fan in Boston? That was fan. <laughs> you got to love that. I love so it. So it's stuff like we going back to like what kind of athletes Philly fans embrace, like that shit. I feel like, like when I saw that, I'm like, oh, I like him. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's one of us. Like same with even Dwight Howard. I know like, I don't know if he'll be back or not, but like, I love that he really feeds off the crowd and was like into it and loved getting the free frosties. Um, so yeah, anyway, sorry to digress, but like shit like that is what makes someone, uh, or makes me want to embrace an athlete. Mm -hmm. really athlete. Hell yeah. Um, right. speaking of, I'm going, I'm going here. I'm putting oh, you on yeah. the hot seat since we're we're okay. talking a lot of Philly sports. We're and you're you're the queen of Philadelphia. Putting you on the hot seat here. <laughs> Thank you. Best bar in the city, best steak in the oh. city, and the best Jersey Shore beach. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna let you know the first two are important. The third one is critical that you get that right. All right. Shit. And not miss that third one. But go ahead. Stage is yours. Best bar in the city was number one. Mm-hmm. Best bar in the city is McGillan's. That's Say what you will about it. It's just a classic. I know it gets crowded with college kids sometimes, but whatever. Um, second, what was second? Best steak. steak. Best steak. I'm not a big steak person. Okay. Um, but I'm going to say park. I like park. I haven't had park before. Really? They have great food. Um, mm. I'm a Stone Harbor person. Mm. <sighs> I feel like, wait, wait. I feel like you guys, can I guess? Sea Isle? Okay. I'm a Sea Isle. He's Sea Isle. Wildwood. Wildwood. <laughs> is that offensive? Is that wrong? No. Delete this and the whole thing. <laughs> we gotta go. Wildwood. Am I canceled? No. Wait, what are you then? He's I'm a Sea Isle. I'm a Sea Isle man. Okay. I'm LBI. Okay. Oh, okay. I like LBI. See, like LBI, I don't, I always forget is like part of the jersey shore like philly jersey shore yeah it's you know? it's not as much i because i live up in the suburbs i'm up in doors mm -hmm. down in bucks county so that makes more sense for where i live okay wild but yeah do i have a neck tattoo no why would i go to wild well i said sea isle first in my all right I, that's that's all right i'm gonna give you that yeah, I do think it's crazy how much Philly and like just like South Jersey, this whole area puts so much stock into what Jersey Shore you go to. It's like mm -hmm. so much a part of your identity, you know? It's and like, like I'll, I've even judged people like, oh, you're, you go to Wildwood? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great it's for like, you. It's what you're sure and what you're parish. Those are the two things yeah. you <laughs> always have ready to roll. If you're in Philadelphia, you need to identify yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, sure. All right. Do we want to get Vince in here? Play a little cameo high low? Yeah, let's do it. How do we play it? Do I get a, a down low on rules? So Vincent, I think I saw some of it on social. Uh, you want so, me to go through the rules? Yes. Since you are the game right, show. So pretty easy. I'm going to say two people. You guys got to guess who's higher on cameo. Who costs okay. more? Yeah, who not, costs not to right? who costs not to two mile home, but I'm three and zero after one episode. Joe is zero and three. I the the last pick I sent that out there as a humanitarian pick. Yeah, well, there's no reason that Tony Allen should lost more than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think that that's just we all agree on that. The fact that he does says a lot about society. Just Wait, saying. so do we all pick? Like, do we all go for each one, or is it one at a time? Yeah, we'll all toss one out there. Okay. Vince will keep score. I'll most likely go 0 for 3 again, but who knows? All right, let's do it. What do you got? Vince? So we're going 
we're going Philly theme today. So first we have X Eagles wide receivers. We have Mike Quick and Chris Carter. Ooh. I'll let I'll let our guests go first. So I pick who go who's higher. Yeah, yeah who costs cost more on cameo. Quick for sure. Uh, I think I think Carter. He's like he's doing like ESPN stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go Carter. I'm gonna go Chris Carter as well. And he's a Hall of Famer, right? Yes. Uh, who you got? Who we got, Vince? All right. So Chris Carter costs $159.99. Oh my God. Don't tell me. Mike Quick, $209.99. Oh. Yes. No. Yes. Oh my God. I like this. The, first loss. the second you heard me say Carter, you should just went the other way. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't make any damn sense. Cameo's broken. <laughs> All right, so for our second one, we have a little Cowboys-Eagles one. We have Randall Cunningham and Cowboys quarterback Danny White, who I was not aware of existing, but it says he was the Cowboys quarterback for 13 years. All right, I'm going first. I'm going the Cowboys quarterback because there's no reason whatsoever he should cost more than Cunningham. There's just no reason whatsoever. So I'm going him because it doesn't make any sense. I'm going Cunningham because I don't know who the other person is. <laughs> I mean, it's just not a household name. Randall, Randall Cunningham, everybody knows the running man. You yeah, know I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Randall Cunningham just to, for humanity's sake, as Joe would say. <laughs> All right, so Randall Cunningham is $139.99. Uh, the guy that half of this segment hasn't heard of, Danny White, $189.99. So See, Joe is on the board finally. Just doesn't oh. make any sense. Just doesn't. I mean, that's just wrong. Say his name again. What's his name? Danny White. Danny, Danny, Danny White. White. Danny White, quarterback. Yeah, look up, look him up. Beautiful man. It's a beautiful man. He was first off quarterback for thirteen years. That is a beautiful years. man. Great. Hair. He doesn't even know. They don't even have the year that he got married. It's like spouse. Jolene White married? Question mark. But they got divorced <laughs> in twenty sixteen. That doesn't make any sense. Jeff White, Reed White, Heather White, Ryan White, uh, some bait. Wait. Oh, no. That's Westwood. Yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, before he played for the Cowboys, he played for the Memphis Southern Men. I think we need to bring that team back. No idea what that team is. but Yeah. Hmm. That doesn't sound like a team that in 2021. Were, He's also a Super Bowl champion. So he won <laughs> the Super Bowl. Southern Men is going to get approved by any board. Um did he, did right. he win the Super Bowl or did he win the NFL championship? There's a big difference there. He won a Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was in the 70s, Vince, is when he played. The 70s isn't that long ago. Super Bowl yeah, 12. Is. For Super you? Super Bowl 12? Yeah. Whatever. So that means it was the 12th time there was a Super Bowl, Vince. I just can't believe that he would cost more money than Randall Cunningham. That just makes no sense. All right. Who's our third? All right, so we went with media personalities for the last one. We have someone you never want to hear, Colin Coward, versus someone you always want to hear, Scott Hansen. One quick question, or one quick statement. Mm -hmm. Not to mm -hmm. keep working on Danny White here. All right, in that Super Bowl-y one, he threw the ball twice for five yards. So to say he won a Super Bowl, I guess. So wait, was he what like backup quarterback? When do you say yeah. he was? I don't even know. Was he quarterback? Is that what it said? looks like it appears that he was the third string quarterback because you got Stallback was starting, and yep. then you got another guy who came in through a pass for twenty nine yards and a touchdown. Might I add, 
his name not being Danny White. And then Danny White came in through two passes for five yards. So I guess Carson Wentz never won a Super Bowl then either. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm, yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'll live with that. Three, quarter, three quarterbacks in the Super Bowl? Well, it's probably like a Julian Edelman situation where you got somebody just going out wide, throwing mm-hmm. a pass. Um, all right, I interrupted that whole thing. Repeat those again. All right, so we have guy that you never want to hear, Colin Coward, and guy you always want to hear is Scott Hansen. Oh, this one's tough. Kevin, Gad, you go first this time. Me? Well, oh, I, our I name's remember, Ryan, so that's confusing. <laughs> so for Birds vs. Boys, Vince wanted Scott Hansen to do our intro, but he was way too expensive, so we got Chris Hansen instead. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> A great little tidbit. Yeah. I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna go Colin Cowherd just because he is just a pompous prick, and I feel like he would charge a lot of money. Yeah, I'm gonna. I agree. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cowherd as well. Uh, Does anyone else realize his last name is literally like Cowherd? Yes. Love that. To throw that out there. He chooses to pronounce it like that too. You could pronounce it Cowherd. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go anyway. Scott to try to get the win here, even though I do think I do think it's Colin Cowherd in my heart of hearts. And there we go. He's just saying this, so if he loses now, it, he can let say me my reason. Let me just keep my reason. I think it's more because he is so polarizing that he has to make his price so high that random people can't get him to like say dumb shit. Like they did with Brett Favre. Yep. And somebody paid Brett Favre like 200 bucks to like promote some like white supremacist thing. Colin's got to keep himself away from that. So I think he jacks the prices up. But in the interest of winning the game, I'm going to say Scott. Hmm. All right. So Scott Hansen, the price that I couldn't afford for the Birds versus Boys intro was $199.99. I think Chris Hansen was like $25. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Coward, $299.99. Damn it. Ding, ding, ding. So I was right again. At least I didn't go over. All right. Uh, honorable mention, Andrew. Uh, Andrew Siciliano was ninety nine ninety nine. So yeah, the fake red zone guy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> the fake, the knockoff. I was at someone's guy. house once, and they have like direct TV, and they're like, "Oh, you want to watch red zone?" I was like, "Yeah," and they it was that, and I was like, "This isn't red zone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen him in action, but I mean, that's knockoffs. Money. Yeah. We um we need to get in t- contact with Chris Hansen and tell him he needs to beef up his prices because yeah. you need to know your worth, sir. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you are worth way more than $25. Yeah, you cannot be working that that cheap, man. No. All right, <laughs> before we get you out of here, we, we need to ask. Obviously, you do. Your podcast is sponsored by the NLL. You do mm-hmm. Wings games. It is a sport that brought Joseph and I together. We both played in college together. Oh, no way. Um, I have a lacrosse tattoo on my leg which i'm 34 years old probably shouldn't have that anymore but love that for you so (laughs) what is it like working for the nll and the wings and and how cool is it when they finally came back to the city yeah it's super fun um it really sucks that we haven't or we weren't able to play during the pandemic but um we're starting to gear up now for this upcoming season i actually came in like back i lived in chicago before so i moved back to philly like right when the wings were brought back. So it was kind of cool. Like they came back at the same time I did. Awesome. Um, and I like knew who they were growing up because I'm from Philly. Um, so it's so much fun covering them. I love box lacrosse. I think it's a really, really fun sports watch. I think it's more fun to watch than field lacrosse personally. I know that's like a hot mm-hmm. topic amongst the lacrosse community. Um, 
but yeah, and like the wings, like I know you mentioned their record at one point, Kevin, like the, they're really good or they were, Rambo's and they have Rambo's a beast. I actually just saw Rambo a few days ago. Um, he's incredible. Like they, I think were first in the entire league for a while, maybe second by the time that we had to stop play because of the pandemic. So I think they've kept their roster pretty much the same, if not beefed it up more. So I'm really excited to see them play again come December. So you guys should go to a game when you can. Oh, we'll be in. Yeah, I went to one right before the pandemic hit. They're just a good time. Like, even yep. if you don't yeah. even cross, like, they're just so fun to be at. It's a jam. It's a party in there. Were you at the game that had, like, a million uh, penalty minutes? Hopefully not. Think so. No, I was at, like, the home opener. Oh, that was a good one, too. That was fun. That was a good game. Yeah. yeah. No, very good game. I, I forget who it was. Somebody scored a goal. They, like, caught it back here. Kevin he, Crowley. Yeah, yeah. And he threw Yeah, that, like, backhand. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a great call. Uh, well, we really appreciate you jumping on. Go check out yeah. Hotline's fantastic mm -hmm. podcast. We're obviously going to be hitting you up all the time, trying to get us Michael Lick and Field Gates. <laughs> we'll do that Rambo. Yep. So go yeah, check. Yeah, you out. should have him on. We would love to. Yeah, we absolutely love to. We'll have a chug off with him. I bet he <laughs> deletes beers like somebody in Sea Isle would. Yep. I'm just saying. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Thanks for having me on guys. I appreciate it. And this was so much fun. Anytime you need me on again, um, I'm happy to join you. And I, I, I'm just going to throw it out there. I mean, you follow Joe, you follow the pod. Maybe, maybe I'll just get a follow um, now. now that we've talked. Do I not follow you on what I social media? On what I don't platform? Know. Don't. You do on Instagram, but not on Twitter. That's Hold I mean, out I as long as possible. Don't follow him now. <laughs> don't let him get away with that. All right. Hey. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Just the, we'll see. We'll see if I get the notification one day. Pray for it. Maybe. All right. Thank you so much. And we will, Thanks, uh, yeah, guys. we will definitely have you on again. Another big thank you to the queen of Philadelphia, Devin, for joining us. Absolutely electric interview, Joseph. Go follow her TikToks too. Her TikToks are Philadelphia niche hysterical. All, all her social media. Uh, and I did, I already got the, uh, the follow on Twitter. So, so I had the IG follow already. I couldn't believe I was I was followed on Didn't Instagram. IG follow as well. All right, yeah. let's not. You know what I mean? Let's not brag. I will to. say though, she followed you like out of the blue months ago, right? Well, I mean, listen, I put out fire Philly content as well. My Twitter, my Twitter game is strong. I mean, I I, I do have to say too, I feel I feel different now that I finally have over a thousand Twitter followers. I do feel a little bit different. That's a good move. It's feel good. Feel good. All right. Speaking of feeling good, I know you and I would feel great being at any of these places we're about to talk about. So we're going to do a top five list right now of the top five sporting events that we want to go to, our bucket list. And I'm, I'm just going to say right there, so before anybody kills me, I'm not, the Super Bowl is not on my list. Guess what? I have my ticket right here. Been there. Okay. Yo. No big deal. Yo. Been there done that and actually i was with you the night i found out i was going I that. spoiler alert super bowl didn't make mine either oh all right did not make mine all right all right so we're gonna go five down to one um of the top five sporting events we want to go to so joseph i will let you go first with your okay. number five all right we did say we were gonna get like specific we also said one of the other caveats were it can't be like your team's like mm -hmm. my team winning a champion. It's like, yeah, no shit, dude. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. 
you don't have to worry about that with the Cowboys. So my number five, okay, when it comes to sports, I like not only quality, I like quantity. I love all-day sporting events, different things like that. So I went very specific. I was thinking Olympics because I've never been to Olympic Games. And I was thinking what would be like an all-day great vibe sporting event to check out? All-day beach volleyball. Men's, women's, it doesn't matter. Beach volleyball is the most entertaining summer game sport by a mile. So that's my number five. I would love to be get a ticket to the Olympics to watch beach volleyball all day. Okay. So I, I was kind of in the same thing here. No, the Olympics are coming up. I was I was going to just put Olympics there, but I decided, I don't know. It's just, so I went Wimbledon five. I love tennis. I love Wimbledon. I, I was thinking about Roland Garros, maybe the French Open, but Wimbledon, fun fact about me, I actually taught myself tennis when I was like seven years old, stayed home for a week. My mom was working in the summer and I just watched Wimbledon. And I was like, what is this love? I don't understand. And I just taught myself the scoring and all that. And that made me fall in love. So uh, Wimbledon has to be on my list. So Wimbledon, the other thing I love when it comes to sports and why I'm a big college football over pro football guy, love pageantry. Yes. Wimbledon has, you get there, you dress white all day. Love that. You're drinking fancy drinks. Ah, speaking, getting dressed up, pageantry, drinking fancy drinks, the Kentucky Derby. Especially though, once again, getting back to like my all day, not being just at the one race, but there's races all day. I don't think people yeah. know that unless you're a degenerate like me. All right. You get there early, you're dressed up, fancy, look good, feel good, bet good. All right. At the Kentucky Derby all day. Kentucky Derby, number four on my list. Oh, that's a good, I, that's a very, very good one. All right. Number four for me, like we said, you and I are, are college football guys. I'm going Red River Rivalry. I want Ooh. to go to Texas, Oklahoma at the cotton bowl where it's, I want to sit right on the line where it goes red, one side, orange, the other. And I just want to, I just want to be there. The barbecue is probably unbelievable. You know, it's incredible tailgates and it's usually no matter one team could be awesome. One team could suck. It's still going to be a great game. That's a really good one. I thought about doing like a college football rivalry. The issue is that you could have like a top five, top 10 list of just college football. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to go to, um, all right, number three. This one is wildly specific. Like this is only going to come around like once every few millennia. Like a comet. Yeah, exactly. This is Haley's comet. But this is one thing that I would, I would die to go to. Game seven in Boston, Yankees, Red Sox. That would be and no no knock on New York. Just Fenway has just has a different mystique to it. I love where it's at located city wise, but game seven, those two teams for a trip to go to the world series, like the ALCS. Oh, it does not get any better than that. Oh, I absolutely love that. Well, you're going to have to uh, get a better Yankees team before that, that comes around anytime soon, but three for me, I am actually staying in the college football realm here and I'm going iron bowl. I don't care if it's in Alabama. I don't care if it's in Auburn, no matter where it is. It's fire when you're in Auburn. They if they win, they they go to Toomey's Corner and they put all the the um, toilet paper up. It just, I mean, those games are just unbelievable. These people hate each other so much. A dude was on the radio talking about how he poisoned the trees. Roll Tad. Oh, I, I remember that. Eagle. I, I gotta be there. Have to. 
See, that's why too, and this is a totally different conversation, but when they, when they do eventually expand out the college football playoffs, which they're going to do the big fear that everyone has, is like, Oh, well, you're going to like diminish the bowl games. I don't give a shit about any of the postseason bowl games, except for like the playoffs. I care about the mid season, your iron bowls, your red river rivalry, the game between Michigan and Ohio state. That's all I care about. Those games are the ones that I care about. Um, All right. Number two, master Sunday. I mean, I've just never been to Master Sunday. I want to be at Master Sunday. I want to be there on the 18th hole, maybe of like a one-stroke difference, maybe even a playoff, who knows. But just Master Sunday. I could say the whole Masters, that would be fantastic. But just Sunday is really, I think, all I would absolutely need. Two for me, same brain, Sunday at the Masters. Yes. Pageantry. It's just. It's at the Masters. That's it. Have to. If there was a year to go too, it would have been this past year when it was in the fall. Oh, wow. beautiful! Oh I do. I I I subscribe every year. You get my tickets. Hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Soon. All right. Last one. Also specific. Also not technically a sporting event, but this would be my absolute number one. All right. It would be to be in a big city the day that they win. The World Cup. So like being in Rome the day Italy wins a World Cup, being able to celebrate with the fans, watch it on like one of those big outdoor screens. Like I don't need to be actually at the World Cup. I'd rather be in a major city that's going to win it. You know what I mean? Barcelona and Spain wins it or something like that. That is where I want to be. Number one, without a shadow of a doubt. See, that's that's really good because my my number one is the World Cup final. Um, and I, it's coming off the euros. I love I, people like in our country, they're like soccer, soccer at a high level is unbelievable. Okay. I'm not talking MLS. You watch the euros, you watch the world cup, you watch Argentina play with mess. Like it's beautiful. And the, there is no pageantry like it with these fans, especially when it's their country or even, I want to go to Derby day, uh, man, you man city. I'm like, like people kill each other at these games. But yeah, being in the city, like if you if I was in Florence in one of the squares watching that game, that's a that's a great call. Great call. I, the 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 videos coming out of Rome are just incredible. It looks like something you just like a party you just can't miss. I I'll tell you, one of my favorite my favorite Super Bowl obviously ever celebration being a part of was when the Eagles won. You know what I mean? And that was just being here Yep. Just watching on TV, hanging out with the guys, getting blasted. My second favorite, I was in Boston the night that the Patriots came back from the 28 to 3 to win. We went to a bar and we had like we had the corner TV in this bar because a guy I was up there with work was like, come on, we're gonna go to this bar, we're gonna watch the Super Bowl there. I'm in the corner of the bar, the bar starts to fill up, everybody's behind me. They go down 25 points, bar's dead silent. They start to come back. When they were like 10 down, I mean, the bananas, and it, it felt like there was like, this game's over, like the Patriots are going to win. When they won, listen, I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm a Tom Brady guy. I'll admit that. But just being in that atmosphere when they won it, oh, so enjoyable. Now imagine multiplying that by the entire country. No, I can't. Just fantastic. It would be, awesome. it would be the party to end all parties. It's awesome. All right. I think, you know, producer Vince always wants us to keep these short episodes. We're at almost an hour and a half here, but that's because we had an incredible, incredible interview. So, I mean, I, 
I have nothing left to spitball. I think I'm out of spit. I've been talking so I'm much out of spit as well. Just out of spit. <laughs> it's a, it's like in Titanic when he's trying to teach her how to spit. She's like, yeah, just that's all I got. It's gonna be an awful cold open right there. Yeah. Um, all right, next week maybe an episode, maybe not. Who knows? Or at least I mean, it'll be an episode. It'll be an episode. Maybe Joe, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe I'll be in the delivery room. Just, you know, live live gaming it all. All right. Uh, Meg, what are your top five moments? Oh, oh, not this. Put the camera away? Yeah, yeah no, 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 that makes sense. That makes Maybe sense. Aiden, Aiden with a Joe mask on? Oh, yeah. Well, if he shows up, unless there's like a, you know, a Phillies game on, he has to turn off his phone. He can't make it. There's <laughs> oh. batting. I can't text. I can't. Sorry. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening, for watching. Like we said, Subscribe on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to us. Tell your friends, tell your family, get on the wagon right now because the spitballing train is only growing. Or subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, unsubscribe, follow, comment, 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 stars, hit the stars. Thank you to our guest, Devin, the queen of Philadelphia. We really appreciate it. Making sure you go follow her on all her social media. And we do possibly have a guest for next week. Not going to tease it yet. We'll see if Joseph can make it or not. But I've talked to this individual before, and mm, I only want more from this individual with Whoa. an interview. Whoa. Easy. That's all Easy. I'm going to say. <laughs> we'll be back next week. That was Spitballing with KMS CEO Joe and producer Vince, powered, as always, by Branded Sports. Peace and love. <laughs>